Thanks for listening to the Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. What's up, guys? CB here, back for another episode of the Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. The show brought to you by Vicious Fishing Line, reminding you, it's time to fish. So get vicious and hook into the catch of your life. Visit GetVicious.com and get out there. Fun show for you guys tonight. We're going to talk about the Rookie Pod. We're going to talk about fantasy fishing. A lot of stuff going on in the news and notes. But the big guest of the night, the one and only Elite Series Pro, Mr. Chris Zaldane, going to talk to us about hashtag tackle, tackle Prep 2022, what all he's been doing, what all he's got going on, and what 2022 looks like for him. He's got a lot of exciting news and a lot of things happening. Y'all stay tuned. The Angler's Channel Insider Podcast, well, it starts right now. Welcome to the Angler's Channel Insider Podcast, presented by Sportsman's Warehouse, your fishing and outdoor store. This week's show is brought to you by Ranger Boats, still building legends one at a time. Now, here is your host, Chris Brown. Welcome in, folks, to this week's Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. I'm Chris Brown, along with social media ninja, Mr. David Zhang. Of course, Angler's Channel Insider, Mr. Kenneth Grover. Gentlemen, how's the world treating everybody? Kenneth, you feeling better? You and I were both a little under the well last week. Yeah, I'm good. I got just a little little bit of a lingering cough, but for the most part, it's, it's not a problem, but I feel great. Good, good. David, how about you? How are things up north? in the blizzard area of the world speaking of blizzard we didn't have any snow like you guys did so yeah. like i you know i'd have to worry about milk or or bread or like i don't know beating people up for toilet paper like you guys probably did over what sunday <laughs> saturday or sunday i forget what day it is now yeah it was it was really pretty to look at but that was it it didn't <laughs> it didn't last long i mean it was so heavy and wet that it didn't it didn't do anything plus it was too warm to really do anything it just kind of it held on there for just a little while and then it was gone did you get much at your place over in decatur can uh no it, it it snowed off and on during the day and I, I was in madison for a good bit of that day and uh it snowed a little bit there but it never stuck to the ground yeah yeah it was we had a little bit on the, on the grass and uh, on the cars that hadn't run for a while but everything else seemed to be uh, seemed to be pretty pretty nice and easy so it was it was good but it is Wednesday the 19th of January the months flying by already Kenneth I mean it we I thought two weeks ago it was January 1st and it was and here we go we're now we're three weeks in and um, the the month and year are just flying by I know you get a tournament coming up here in what about a month or so a little less than a month actually uh, we've got our next ABT coming up in a month so it's things are happening in a hurry, aren't they? Yeah, you know, it's starting to hit me that I need to, need to kind of get my ducks in a row and, and you know get prepared. So it won't take me long. I kind of have an idea of what I need to be doing on this first one anyway. So it's just a matter of getting it all ready. You know, I'm not going to lie. Here we are. We're what a week from the pro circuit event on Rayburn, two weeks out from an open, three weeks out from an elite on uh, on the St. John's. And I'm I'm really getting tired of seeing boat picks. Everybody getting all their boat stuff put together and all of this and all that. And I got my motor and you don't. And I got my boat and you, all of that stuff. I'm I'm kind of getting a little, I'm kind of getting a little tired of looking at them. Being honest with you, so I'm I'm ready. You know, guys, get them wrapped, get them going. Let's. I know it's a sponsor thing and everybody's doing their doing their part, but uh, 
man, everybody's a lot of lot of moving parts this year for a lot of guys. I've seen a lot of guys making some moves on boat company wise, a few motor company wise, and then um, a lot of other stuff moving around too, David. That's why I like to get my boat in August. Right. I'm not scrambling for that first tournament. <laughs> you're you're all you're well broken in and ready to roll when it's time yes. to go, right? I know exactly so, what I'm dealing with. Yeah, yeah. I always I always got mine. I didn't mind about the same. I tried to get that model year turnover. Uh, this was years ago. Uh, and I did boat brand. I, did, I got the model year turnover and got into them pretty quick then, and then could sell them in the spring and. Um, they worked out, uh, worked out pretty good, but a lot of moving parts going on right now in the fishing world. Uh, a lot of things to talk about. We'll have a quite a bit going on in our news and notes section of the show coming up, uh, later on after our guest. Um, and then David, you were killing the rookie, the, the rookie pot again. I mean, a great show with Jonathan Kelly last week. Uh, and I, am, am I right? Jacob Fouts on deck for this week. Jacob Fouts will be the last of the first batch of BASS guys. But, yep, Jacob Fouts is coming week. All right, Jacob Fouts coming up this week. And then uh, who else you got lined up or, or coming down the pike? Uh, I should have Andy Newcomon. He's a pro circuit uh, qualifier from Missouri. And I'll, I'll also, hopefully, if everything goes well, I think his last name is uh, Philip Dutra. He's also a pro circuit guy. And then I got another – post-circuit guy so yeah i think what was it i think a wisconsin guy too so okay yeah all right have you got maddie wong lined up yet i know folks are one are one one to hear maddie wong part two so not yet but the goal is i'm hoping to at least get him on sometime after at least the first event to just try to because he was on our regular show the, the, this particular podcast not too long ago so sure. just want to kind of if people want to listen to that one and then listen to the rookie podcast to kind of hopefully get a um, before and after. So that's the goal. He'll hopefully he'll, we'll get him on if not soon, sometime after the first event. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. That'd be great. Well, great show so far. Looking forward to hearing Jacob Fouts this week. Um, so be on the lookout for that Thursday morning, uh, tomorrow morning. This That will come out of the Angler's Channel Insider Rookie Podcast. Hosted by our one and only David Jean. That's D-X-I-O-N-G. <laughs> At anglerschannel.com. Speaking of which, David, give us our tournament spiel real quick while we're talking about it. Yeah, definitely. If uh, I know some people, I, as I've been, and me and Chris, I guess, I've been trying to update our tournament calendar here. Uh, some people still don't have their 2022 schedules finalized yet. So if you don't, or if you do, and you uh, want to let us share your uh, schedule with everyone, just send it over to me at dshonks, so D-X-I-O-N-G, at anglerschannel.com, and we'll get it up. And um, we're talking about everything from fruit jars to mm-hmm. big team tournaments, high school, college, whatever you've got going on. Send it over. It? We got a lot going on, even kayak stuff. We got a lot of kayak charity stuff going on right now. Yeah, yep. single day. You shoot them over, we get them up and on. So I just put in a. Um, people say, well, you know, my my club's too small for that. Kids, I just put one in. I'm trying to think what it's called. I'm trying to remember. The CB Bassin or Bassmaster or something like that over in Decatur, um, out of Ingalls Harbor. They they're like on Sunday mornings or something. I'm trying to think. So put all their yep. tournaments in last <laughs> week. So got a lot to, got a lot in the calendar so far, but we're barely scratching the surface. So if you've got a tournament mm-hmm. you want to get in, y'all get that to us, and uh, we will get those put up on the site. Um, a couple more things really quick. Talking about that, if you go to 
anglerschannel.com and you roll over to the contest page or the contest tab up there on the uh, top of the homepage, there's a little deal that pops down that says Bassmaster Fantasy Fishing, right? If you click on that, it's going to take you to the Angler's Channel group, right? Within Bassmaster Fantasy Fishing. And last year, we, 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 you know, we did this group deal. And dude, we had, gosh, I don't know. How many do we have, David? Like 3,000 or better in, in our group last year? I know it was a lot because I was. I know when I did pretty bad, which was a good amount of time. I couldn't find myself. Yeah, I was. I was well. It was more than Ronnie Moore had. Yes, I remember that. <laughs> yes, it was Ronnie Moore. More than what Ronnie Moore had. Well, we're back with big fish, big stage, bigger prizes. Right, we got a lot going on, a lot to give away this year. But currently, the group size is at seventy-seven people. That hurts, guys. I mean, come on. I mean, we're not even. We're not well. We are on the home. We're all, we are on the first page now. That's good. All right. But Ronnie Moore, where is beat Ronnie? Ronnie Moore's at two seventy one. Okay. Can we not beat Ronnie Moore in this deal? At, you know, at least. I mean, let's uh, let's get this stuff in there. Let, let's get signed up for it. Uh, we're not locked. All right. We're not private. It's all public. So get in there. Sign up for it. And, um, I mean, we're getting chased by some, you know, like Team Jakobson's chasing us right now. And, you know, Fishers and Men's coming after us. We got a lot of guys behind us, but at least we made the first page. I was a little worried about that. First page, we're, we're there. But um, get signed up. It's free to play, right? And it's free to join the group. And, uh, you know, if you play, KG, what happens? Then you have a chance to win. Exactly, exactly, and we—it's pretty easy. Get the most points for uh, for each tournament, and we give away a prize pack. And uh, you got the most points at the end of the year for the angler of the year for the fantasy angler of the year. We do a big, uh, we do a big, big to do for that too. So, Hank, we might even have you on this show if you're the, uh, the overall winner. That's what we should do. We should have some 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 fantasy winners on the show this year. That's what we'll do. Maybe we'll do some of that. So. Get in there, get signed up, Bassmaster Fantasy Fishing. You can go to anglerschannel.com, go to contest, scroll down, and uh, click on the link there. They'll take you right to it. So uh, make sure you uh, you get signed up for that. We would greatly appreciate it. Have a chance to beat me, David, and Kenneth, and a lot of others. Kenneth shouldn't be hard, though. He didn't usually play much, does he, David? <laughs> he kind of stopped. No, he kind of failed on that last year for the most part. But, hey. <laughs> I missed one kind of early on, and it it's it's you can't hardly re- recover in that it spiral. It spiraled from there, right? It all went downhill from there. So, but uh, we do have a big show for you guys tonight. Uh, excited to welcome in a uh, longtime friend of ours. Had had him on the show uh, in a while. Uh, our buddy Chris Zaldane, all the way from Texas, going to join us. Uh, talk a little bit about getting ready for the season. Um, looks like they're going to be camping this year. So, talk a little bit about that. But uh, just talk a little bit. Let's talk to CZ a little bit about what's going on uh, for him and traits and uh, hashtag tackle prep twenty twenty two, which seems to be a trending hashtag right now for a lot of guys. So talk to him a little bit and uh, get him on the horn. And then uh, also too, while I'm talking about it, thinking about it, um, make sure you check out Kim Stricker's Hook and Look TV. On YouTube, we're big fans of uh, of, of Kim and and, and his uh, his show. I've actually been on that show once on St. Clair. That was a lot of fun. 
But um, the uh, he has moved away from broadcast television, much like Strike King now, and he is on YouTube. So make sure you check him out. It's Hook and Look on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to his channel. Um, tell him we said hello uh, in the comments. Good dude. Great, great product there. A lot of the underwater stuff you see in outdoors television comes from Kim and uh, and his diving ability. So um, it would be uh, it would be you know a big deal. So that'd be uh, that'd be great for him. So check him out on YouTube, uh, David. If I missed anything to this point, I don't think so. Not yet. No. No. Okay. All right. Good. Good. Well, let's uh, take a quick little break. When we come back, we'll welcome in Chris Zaldane, talk a little bit about uh, what's going on for him, and um, and go from there. And as you know, David, it is quitting season, right? So if you're in the mood to get off the smokes, get off the chew, make sure you check out Fully Loaded Tobacco-Free Chew, made from 100% clean and pure nicotine, allows you to sacrifice nothing Available in long cut and pouches in nine flavors. I gave some away, Kenneth, to our guys at ABT at Boat Check the other morning, right? And um, by the time we got to weigh in, they were knocking on my trailer door going, yo, you got any more of that? No, but here's where you can get it. You go to FullyLoadedChew.com and use code ANGLERS25. That's ANGLERS25 for 25% off your first order they were pretty excited about. It. I think they had the full nicotine though, and it lit old Tingle up pretty good. He was he was pretty wired. It seemed like so. Well, you know, I I'd heard stories about him uh, that morning at, at boat check. He was at the ramp that I was oh, at. Oh yeah, and, he was over there with you. And yeah, he 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 needs it. <laughs> he does he does need it for sure so but check it out uh fully loaded to uh, fully loaded chew.com use code anglers 25 for 25 off your first order fully loaded will be your best catch yet y'all hang tight we'll be right back with more right here on the anglers channel insider Park. Jason, what would you say your biggest fear is when you're out fishing? Hmm, Chris, um, let me see. Probably stranded out in the middle of the lake. That's right. You know, that's everybody's biggest fear, Jason, not being able to get back to the ramp, especially in time for weigh-in during tournaments. But one thing that's really made the biggest difference for me, and that's switching to lithium batteries, and not just any lithium batteries, but rely on lithium batteries. Oh, Chris, how do you like those? Jason, they're great. Let me tell you, they allow me to spend more time on the water and are essential when it comes to starting and running my boat. They give me short charge times and more usable capacity so I don't have any late day voltage sags. Plus, they're stupid lightweight compared to lead acid and they're practically maintenance free. Really allows me to focus on my fishing instead of worrying about getting back to the ramp. Okay, okay. You talked me into it. Where can I get some Relyon batteries? Jason, you can visit RelyonBattery.com slash Angler's Channel and use our special promo code 
code ANGLERS CHANNEL for 10% off your purchase. Did I mention they also offer fast and free shipping? You didn't, but even better. So, hey, what are you waiting for? Get hooked on Rely on Lithium today. With so many exclusive designs and processes, no other boat is built like Ranger. It's a dramatic difference that consistently raises the bar of excellence while delivering more features, more performance, and the best value. The Ranger Fisherman Series. From bow to stern, this is results-based engineering at its best. Still building legends, one at a time. At Mercury, there are no limits to the lengths we'll go to make sure you have no limits either. Unlimited adrenaline. Unlimited fun. Unlimited weekend. Except maybe having to go home eventually. Introducing the all-new V8 Mercury Pro XS. Light, quick, efficient. Mercury, go boldly. Welcome back, folks. Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. And we're brought to you by our friends at Pro Charging Systems. The future of marine charging is here. Find out more at dualpro.com. Excited to welcome in our buddy, all the way from Texas, Elite Series Pro, Mr. Chris Zaldane. Brother, how's the world treating you? Hey, guys. How you guys doing? It is very busy. Matter <laughs> of fact, when you called me here for this interview, uh, I had to call you back because I was out in my boat. Uh, just got done pulling the last bit of wire through my Skeeter bass boat and connected to those hummingbird graphs there. So it's, uh, <laughs> that is, is, <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll tell you guys what it's, um, man, I am so fortunate to be running, you know, the latest equipment, brand new boat, brand new Yamaha engine, brand new everything, you know, every year. And that December, January, um, those two months, um, over the last 10 years have been the busiest months, uh, of the whole year. Um, busier than the classic week, busier than it's just so much preparation goes on and, and I'm not taking any of it for granted whatsoever, but that's definitely very, very hectic. Um, you know, picking up the boat, selling the old one, you know, waiting for all these different boxes and shipments to come in, <laughs> organizing and repacking and, of course, you know, this year, you know, with the way things are in our country, it's just, uh, it's very, very challenging, difficult, and hectic all at the same time. Uh, oh, I know. I, I ordered my hummingbird Minn Kota stuff like, I don't know, a month, maybe five weeks ago. Uh -huh. and, and it's like every day a little white envelope shows up with the cable. <laughs> and, then like, and, then, and then, okay, here's a Solix unit. Okay. And then here's another yeah. cable, right? And then some other it, stuff. Yeah, like a cable shows up on a Monday. And then a GPS puck shows up on a Wednesday. Okay, where are my Raptors? Where's my three? Ex you know, so. ex exactly. The FedEx <laughs> truck backed up my driveway the other day. And I'm thinking, all right, here we go. This there is the load go. right here. Yep. It's a yep. transducer. It was it. An oh, and, yeah, that's so funny. And a prop for the old tracks. That's all it was. I'm like, wow. Yeah. This is this is big stuff. So I'll tell you what, while we're on the subject, walk us through your setup. I mean, what Hummingbird Minn Kota stuff you're running this year? How do you have it set up? What are your, uh, what are your thoughts on all your, on all your gear? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, CB, I just made a, a, a post here and I, I was sitting there in my boat about an hour ago, just thinking to myself, like, man, 10 years ago when I first got on the Elite Series, you know, 2012, I was running like a Lowrance. Uh, I think an HDS 10 or a 9 up front and then like a 10 or a 12 in the rear. So two graphs is all it was. 
here we are 10 years later, and now I've got three Humminbird Solix up at the bow, two at the console. That's that's 60 whole, that's sixty inches of screens of Humminbird Solexes in my bass boat. And I'm thinking to myself an hour ago, like, man, is this really necessary? But here's the deal. It only takes one guy on tour out of the 90-plus guys we have on tour. It only takes one guy to show up to the, to the tour with five graphs, you know, three up front, two oh, yeah. in the rear. Some guys are running three in the rear. And it only takes one guy to do that, and then the rest of the field has to follow suit in order to be competitive. So, you know, where does the, where, where do we draw the line? And, <laughs> and who knows? You know, who knows? you got to do what you got to do to stay competitive. And, again, going back to it, I'm just fortunate to be partnered with, you know, with these companies, and, and they keep me going, and they keep the, you know, the latest – technology in my in my rig and and it helps me you know uh whether we're down on you know believe it or not the sabine river down in south texas or you know a florida lake i mean all those electric electronics come into play whether it be as simple as mapping you know and gps waypoint management or as complex as mega lies um, you know, they, they keep us on top of that stuff. So very, very fortunate, no doubt. You know, th- th- Kenneth, go ahead. I think you're, you're going to ask the same question I, I am. Well, go ahead. So, so you have three units at the bow. T- tell yeah. me your typical setup. Unit number one, what's on the screen? Unit number yeah, two, no, that's, what's on the screen? Yep, the same good, three. Good. Yeah, good question. So, you know, we've seen it time and time again on Bassmaster Live last year. A guy like Patrick Walters, you know, sometimes he doesn't even look up at what he's casting. A lot of times his neck is cocked down at that kind of seven, seven o'clock position and he just casts around, kind of looking around and scanning with his, I believe he runs tan optics. But over the last, uh, last nine months, 10 months or so, I've been running, uh, mega live imaging. So on the bow, I've got the 12, um, I'm sorry, I got three 12 inch solixes and it's in a pyramid shape, a triangular shape. So up top is, is solely for um, Mega Live. So it's a 12 inch screen just for Mega Live. And of course, Mega Live shows a live image of what's going on down, down underneath the boat. You can see your lure, you can see the ball of bait, et cetera. Uh, and then the lower left of the triangle, that, that, there's another 12 inch Solix. Um, and that is mapping. And um, well, that's just straight mapping. This is a straight map. And then the screen to the lower right uh, is going to be uh, a split between down imaging, which was the high frequency down sonar, and then just regular 2D sonar where I could see every little blip that, that crosses underneath my boat. So, um, you know, and then I'll toggle between that and, uh, and of course, Mega 360. So, um, you know, with a, with a quick press of a button, I could switch between what's beneath the boat and what is 360 degrees around the boat. So plenty of options. That's uh, that's awesome. Where do you use? Let's let's do a quick comparison on 360 and Mega Live. Where are you yeah. using which more, or are you using both together? Yeah. So um, and you'll see too uh, if you pay attention to some of the guys on tour. I'm fortunate enough to be sponsored by uh, Humminbird, and and uh, you know I've run that, you know the Mega Live, I run the the Mega 360. So and you see guys, even though they're you know sponsored by an, another company, that they will still run that that uh, that Mega 360 pod on there by Humminbird, and it simply it simply shows you know live is the hottest thing out there right now. But it's you got to know where to point that thing, you know, 360 degrees around the boat. You got to know where to kind of point it uh point that live 
transducer and there's no better way to get an idea of what's around the boat than mega 360. Um, so, you know, with that bottom right hand screen, I was talking about if I run a whole, you know, all 12 inches of that graph, uh, in mega, you know, 360, I run my, um, you know, my rotation speed at about a three, a three out of five. So it's just kind of a medium fast speed, a refresh rate, uh, for that 360 transducer to do its thing. Um, let's say we have a, um, you know, a big boulder or a huge lay down underneath the, uh, you know, behind and underneath the boat. Um, that 360, uh, transducer picks it up way before live will, right. because, you know, most of the time I have my trolling motor facing forward. So when you see a little blip like that on the, on, you know, quote unquote underwater radar, which is 360, it just shows you where to point that live transducer. And then that helps kind of liven up the image and it shows you real time what's actually on that piece of structure. But CB, if there was one, if there was one piece of electronics out of everything, Raptors and, and, and GPS and 2D sonar, side imaging, 360 and live imaging and all that stuff. If there was one kind of feature that I had to pick um, over all of them, it is without a doubt uh, mega 360. The yeah. details are so awesome. And we all know bass are, you know, they're kind of target oriented. They're, they're, they're very much structure oriented types of fish. They love to hang around cover just like a cat would, a house cat would around the couch. Um, and mega 360 picks up all those little, um, you know, drop offs and pieces of cover and things. And, and, uh, so yeah, and it shows you, you know, exactly if it's in three o'clock, you know, to the right of your boat and you can make that three o'clock cast and be effective every single time. Like a house cat on a couch. I like it. That's, yeah. That, that's, no, they're always looking for, you know, like structure and, and, and places to hang out and, and kind of ambush, uh, you know, little toy mice. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, I like it. I like it. Talk to us about waypoint management, though. How do you manage waypoints, all the places you go, all the things you do? Yeah, that's that's, um, that's, that's a good question. Uh, it's so important. Um you know, and over the years, I've accumulated a lot of different waypoints from a lot of different uh, lakes. And, you know, some guys are different. And, you know, some guys actually like a fresh slate, fresh start every single year. But, you know, when you go to a Lake Fork or Toledo Bend where, you know, you not only do you have waypoints stored on cards and hard drives, uh, but you have a lot of tracks and trails uh, stored as well. So I'm one of those guys that likes to save um, all my trails, you know, my boating lanes and things like that on some of these uh, kind of hazardous lakes. So I save them to SD cards. I save my waypoints over the years to SD cards. I don't do a lot of labeling. You know, I'm not really, I'm not that organized like my wife trade is. <laughs> so I don't really label things. I just hit a waypoint on a, on a point of interest. And uh, I just carry them throughout, you know, the rest of the season, the rest of the year and for years to come. Um, so at the end of the year, every single year, I'll just go ahead and, and get a fresh SD card and, and uh, download all of my waypoints that I've accumulated that year. Um, and, I, you know, I don't know how many waypoints we could store on the Solexes. I think it's something like 10,000 or plus, maybe. Um, I'm nowhere near that. I think every year, I think I'm about at four to 5,000 waypoints that I carry over each and every year. Um, and you know, that's, that's all hard work, man. It's a lot of idle time, a lot of, uh, research that you've done and, and, um, and you want to keep all that information, uh, with you, you know, uh, year after year. Sure. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, David, do you have a question? 
Okay, sorry, I thought I saw your little finger, your, your, your little finger pop up there. Sorry, Not yet. but Not yet. Uh, but uh, so I mean, <clears throat> do do you ever pull up a lake though? Like maybe you know y'all don't go somewhere for a year or two, and then all of a sudden you go back, yeah. and I mean you pull it up and you've got all these waypoints. How do you start even figuring out yeah. what's what? That's a good that's a good question. And that's kind of a dilemma that occurs every single year and it goes both ways too. Sometimes you have just too many cluttered waypoints and it's just like, man, I don't even know what year this is from. I don't even remember hitting this waypoint. Um, and then sometimes it's like, Man, I thought I hit a waypoint in this area of the lake and I don't have it. Like what happened? You know, and maybe I didn't save it that year or whatever it is. Um, to answer that question, um, there's no better way to understand what's going on that tournament um, than by paying attention to what's going on that day and that week. Right. Like we, we talk about it time after time again. It's like, if you ever fish the history, um, you know, you, you're really playing with fire. Uh, you know, you could very much, you know, have a very, very bad tournament because you're relying on old waypoints or old areas. And a lot of times, you know, you have that feeling like, man, this, this doesn't feel right. Like, for example, if we go to uh, Lake Cayuga, I've got like two, two or three top three finishes on Lake Cayuga fishing general vicinities, but the waypoints are never the same because that grass changes, because the sandbars are, are you know, constantly changing. If you rely on those exact same waypoints year after year after year, um, you know, a lot of more times than not, you're setting yourself up for failure. So there's right. no better way to succeed, you know, during a given tournament than by, you know, really fishing the moment. You hear it all the time, fishing the moment, fish that week, that day, that hour, um, really pay attention to the clues that the fish and the fishery is giving you and uh, really make your adjustments, you know, then on the fly when it counts. When you're on the clock for eight hours each day during that tournament, that tournament alone. There's no better way, you know, to get ahead of the competition than by paying attention to what's going on that week. So um, that was kind of a long answer to your question, <laughs> but long story short, just fish the moment. <laughs> there you go. Okay. I like it. I like it. So, I mean, you're here you are coming up on your 10th year on tour. And, um, I mean, dude, you're pushing the million dollars in earnings for bass. I mean, did you ever think 10 years ago that that would be a possibility for you? Did you think 10 years ago you'd still be here doing this in 10 years? Dude, I didn't even – I was just going to say, I, I didn't even think I was going to still be doing it. You know, I, I – it, it's so hard. It is very, very hard to um, not only compete – and continue to cash checks, but like stay relevant like that. It's like, you know, and nowadays with social media, uh, you know, it's, it's how do you bring value to your sponsors? And in turn, uh, how do you stay funded on tour? Right. Um, and that's the whole name of the game. Like 10 years ago, 2012, you know, my, my rookie season, I was just trying to take it one step at a time. I maybe only had, Oh, I don't know. I want to say maybe eight or nine grand sponsorships when we're paying $40,000 in entry fees. I was almost 100% reliant on tournament winnings in 2012 to really just kind of parlay and, and keep it going year after year after year. I've done okay for myself. And I think out of that rookie class in 2012, we must have had, I don't know, 10 or 11 guys as rookies. And CB, I think there's only like two of us left um, after all these years, and, yeah. and it's just it's just really 
taxing and very it's hard on your body physically and your family and it's just so hard and it takes a special person um to kind of make it on tour and survive on tour um but yeah approaching a million dollars that sounds that sounds like a lot of money but uh, we both know in the sport of bass fishing the money goes out just as fast as it comes <laughs> in and uh but there's really no other uh no other sport no other profession um, you know, no other opportunity that, uh, that I would, uh, would ever, uh, you know, seek than being a professional bass fisher. And it's, it's worked out, uh, it's worked out the last nine years and hopefully this 10th year is going to be, uh, one that, that yields, uh, that elusive blue trophy for me. There's, there you go. Um, if anyone's been following my career, the Bassmaster <laughs> Elite Series, they know I've been coming very, very close over the last few years, and uh, it's about time to seal the deal. Hopefully, year ten is my year. There you go. There you go, David. So, besides being older, how different is Chris Zeldane now versus Chris Zeldane from that rookie year? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, ten years older, definitely. Um, I'm not as like spunky and spastic as I used to be. I used to. Uh, I used now, to kind of mi- mi- wait a minute, yeah. dude. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> well, let's go back. Let's go back to June, and I yeah. I followed you around at the classic, throwing that yes, swim bait up shallow. I know it, dude. I know. You, I, you I were am. you're you know you're like a poodle on acid up there, dude. I mean, you were going crazy. So <laughs> I was. I get fired up, especially during the classic, and I guess that's not a bad thing, you know, because that just tells tells me that you know fishing is not getting boring to me at all and um that's probably a good thing (laughs) but i man i used to be really reckless i used to just be i I mean i would pull up to a spot and some guys are really good you know pull up to a spot and and maybe fish over the fish fish too fast definitely after 10 years of experience on tour um i've i've kind of learned to maybe think about it just maybe just a a minute longer think about my next move. And, and, um, and I really feel like, uh, you know, I'm the best I've ever been. So 10 years into it, not only do I have the experience, you know, the knowledge, you know, the natural knowledge that I kind of accumulated over, um, years fishing out West. Um, but now, uh, you know, I kind of have, I've got the 10 years experience behind that. So, and that's what making tournament decisions are, are really all about. And they're really just based off of past experiences. And now I've got, you know, nine, nine years of elite series experience, um, to use in, uh, in future kind of decisions on the water. So, um, and that's the name of the game, but you know, sometimes you see guys, you know, rookie, you know, rookie class guys, you know, win tournaments, uh, you know, the first year on tour, second year on tour, um, you know, sometimes, um, you know, there's something to be said about just being calm and just fishing, you know, fishing your strengths and, um, you know, Brian knew last year, yeah. uh, you know, opening tournament, uh, St. John's river. I mean, he was just hanging out and having a good time, just flipping slow. I mean, hardly any logos on his Jersey. No, no real, you know, uh, you know, sponsorship, uh, obligations, you know, like I, I think it's safe to say. But you know, after that win, he put his name on the map, and and uh, and, and there you go. He's you know he's he's set and ready to make the next step. And um, it's a funny game. This tournament fishing is a funny game. And and uh, after ten years, you know, you, you learn certain things, and and um, it's just uh, 
fortunate. Really, really fortunate. <laughs> a lot of times I just sit at, at, at home, you know, I'd lie in bed at night and just think, man, what a weird profession, you know, a bunch of, bunch of, uh, you know, not, not rednecks, but a bunch of, you know, just, uh, fishermen, you know, yeah. there's woodmen, fishermen, you know, turned, uh, an a- outdoor activity into an actual sport, you know? And sometimes if you just sit there and think about it, it's like, wow, we've really come a long way. And, and, uh, you know, you know, and, and heck 10 years from now, where, you know, where will we be? It's, it's, um, it's definitely a sport. It's an activity that, uh, it's constantly evolving. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Kenneth. You know, Chris, I think part of, part of your success and notoriety is that you kind of do things your own way. You've got that little unique mm-hmm. way of doing some things. And, and part yeah. of that is you tend to, um, embrace, uh, larger than average baits more so than a lot of your competitors. Yeah. Uh, I, I know this could be kind of a tricky deal. Uh, you're kind of, it's a fine line between it working out and it not working out. Yeah. What, what have you learned the last couple of years and, and how do you plan to continue with that thought process this coming year? Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, and of course, you know, you're talking about swim bait fishing and you've seen me, you've seen me probably more, man, I'm probably about 50, 50 on, you know, bass live when I'm, doing well in a tournament uh, a lot of times it's with either a big giant you know eight nine inch flutter spoon or a big eight nine inch swim bait uh and man it is so that bite either one you know the big spoon bite or the big swim bait bite it's so addicting i'm so addicted to that bite that literally every single tournament i'm i'm looking for that bite in practice or during the tournament i'll always have a big swim bait tied on i just know from experience not only in California, but in Texas where I live now, you know, it doesn't, you have eight hours in a tournament day and it doesn't take a million bites to do well. It only takes two or three bites sometimes to set yourself apart from the rest of, you know, the competition. You know, how do you, how do you turn that average 13, 14, 15 pound bag that we see all over the country? How do you turn that bag into a 19 to 22 pound bag? And in my opinion, the easiest way to do that is by throwing a larger than normal lure and just getting one or two bites on it. You know, you don't need a whole limit on it, just one or two bites. But I've had many a times where I'm telling myself that I only need one or two bites. All of a sudden it's one thirty, two o'clock and I'm sitting on, you know, two or three fish, you know, that I caught on a worm or a crankbait or whatever it is. Um, it's, very easy to get stuck in that stubborn trap with that thing because you're telling yourself, man, I mean, the wind changed directions, whatever it might be. And let me make this little flight adjustment. I'll bet you I'll get a bite on it. But that time you're on the clock and that time is ticking and ticking and ticking. Um, it's just like, you know, the poker game, you got to know when to hold them <laughs> and know when to fold them. Um, but here's the thing about swim bait fishing. It's like, you, you feel like you have pocket aces, every single time it's uh it's definitely a technique that a a lot of people don't fully understand or feel very confident with it is absolutely 100 percent my confidence kind of approach my confidence bait and technique um but i haven't perfected it in tournament fishing and i strive to do that literally every single tournament and um i feel like i'm getting better at it though decision making with the swim bait it just takes a lot of crash and burns to get to that point. 
Well, how do you uh, – coming up here, you, you're, what, three weeks away from um, the, you know, the Florida. season kicking off down at St. John's. Yeah. And yeah. Um, are you fishing the Opens this year or just the Elite? No, not fishing the Opens this year. So we're uh, – my wife has fished the Opens over the last few years as well. Um, and she's taken a step back from the Opens this season. Um, we have some big sponsor changes that, uh, that I will be announcing here shortly. Um, and for, you know, it's all, everything's great and good, left on good terms with the old, old, uh, companies and, and, uh, the new partners are awesome and uh, very modern. Um, so really excited for that. But with those new sponsorships, um, you know, we've got new opportunities and obligations, um, that she'll be helping with. So it's really neat. Um, Battleborn Batteries. It's a it's a lithium battery company. Yeah. They stepped up and helped us out in a big way this year, and we're going to be running a big, huge wrapped Battleborn uh, fifth wheel trailer that will be running podcasts out of the rear uh, of you know it's going to be a toy hauler. So we're going to convert it to a podcast room, and it's going to be really sweet. And uh, she will be uh, you know a lot a lot of her time will be dedicated to that, and it'll just be a, a great kind of uh, platform moving forward. Um, so yeah, no opens this year and, uh, that frees up a lot of time for us to really concentrate on the elite series and, uh, and content opportunities. Absolutely. Will the YouTube channel still maintain and, and grow? Yes. Yeah. Still doing the YouTube thing. And you know, we're kind of in a, in a juggle right now. It's like, so do we do the, you know, uh, less produced, more frequency, type content or do we do, you know, uh, highly produced, um, you know, high quality takes longer to edit and cut. And then, you know, less frequency, we're, we're only getting four or five a, a year, right. you know, we're kind of stuck in between that. So we're just kind of stuck in the middle of that. Um, you know, uh, you know, Brandon Polinick, uh, you know, he, he, when I, like I said, just a little bit earlier here, it only takes one guy on tour to do something. And then the rest of the, you know, the rest of the, uh, you know, the rest of the guys have to follow suit just to keep up. You know, Brandon did an excellent job of kind of pioneering the whole videography thing and traveling with the camera guy. Now there's probably a dozen guys that have personal cameramen that travel around and, 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 oh, yeah. and provide content for that angler. And, uh, and I'm no different, you know, this will be the, the, the third year, uh, traveling around with the camera guy and he gets to see the good, the bad, the ugly. And, um, you know, it's up to myself and my wife, Trey, to kind of filter what happens and just, you know, and, and, and you know, and I don't want to show my whole life on camera, you know, on camera right. or on social media or anything. So there's some things that we, that we kind of keep private and that's how it should be. But it seems like in this day of an age, the consumer, the viewer, the fisherman, the fan, uh, wants everything, you know, and, and, uh, and where do you draw the line? We're still playing with that. So sure. we'll, uh, we'll see. It's a, it's a fun adventure either way. Well, you, and you've got a lot of folks too, that are, you know, especially high school and college kids that are, that are coming up in the sport or just getting involved in the sport. Yeah. And they kind of want to know what it's like on the road. I mean, they fish, yeah. you know, one yep. day or two day derbies and, you know, hanging yep. out with dad or their buddies at a hotel, but they kind of want to see what the experience is like on, yep. on a week long yep. thing and kind of see the ins yep. and outs and behind the scenes. That's a lot of yep. that stuff. That's what, so. Yeah, they do. They really do. And it's interesting. It really is interesting because my, my story is different than Brian New's story or, sure. you know, some of the other rookies. Everyone's got a different story and it's really a cool story to tell. 
um, because, you know, the next generation after them, you know, they, they've got someone to look up to and, and, uh, and kind of, you know, fantasize about, you know, taking it to the next level. And, um, you know, now more than ever, um, has that, uh, you know, has that, that, that media, that social media side, um, it's just so important, you know, now more than ever. And, um, and I like to see the, the younger guys kind of get involved more with, uh, you know, with the cameras and, and, and showing, you know, showcasing what, what tournament life is, is all about. Sure. So I'll tell you my rookie season, 2012, there wasn't a lot of that going on. I mean, GoPros were just starting to come around and, <laughs> and now it's like, if, if you're not rolling, you know, at least a GoPro, if you're not rolling at least a GoPro, you're definitely behind and you're not as valuable to, uh, you know, sponsors and in the sport. I remember going to Elite Series back when you were a rookie or even the, your second year on tour. And, you know, yeah. Rodney Moore was trying to give everybody a phone for, for Bass yeah. Track. And, yeah. uh, and Shay Baker was trying to put a GoPro on a bunch of, yep. a bunch of books. Yep. So it was, yeah, it was, with a little Ziploc bag and tape. And, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and we've come, it's come a long way since then. It really has. Yeah, for sure. Kenneth? You know, I was just going to say, you know, uh, you know, a lot of guys are given the kind of behind the scenes of what it's like to travel and all that. But a lot of it is just, you know, all the good points. You know, yep. I think some of these younger guys need to see the tough parts as, as well, not just the highs, yep. but the lows with it. You yep. know, the flat tires they while do. you're traveling or, you know, the oh, strange yeah. things that happen, you know, crossing the country kind of deal. That's it, man. I mean, that's, that's the, you know, the flat tires, uh, you know, man, you know, and, and uh, you know, some guys, you know, missing graduations and birthday parties oh, yeah. and, you know, that type of stuff. I mean, that is absolutely brutal. It's not all glitz and glam. I mean, it's not all top tens and trophies, and it's really not. It's only a small part of it. And um, there's definitely a lot of sacrifice and a lot of balance um, that, uh, that that story needs to be told. It really does. That story needs to be told. And um, I think that's where that's kind of where we're heading, you know, with not only RDG2, but um, I like to, you know, with the podcast stuff going on, I'd really like to sit down with a lot of the guys and really get in depth with, you know, kind of their personal life. And, and uh, I think that's an interesting topic because over the last couple of decades, all we've seen is tournament coverage, you know, but right. I think telling, telling that story off the water is uh, just as interesting as, as, you know, how to throw a crankbait or throwing a crankbait on offshore cover. Yeah. The, the the lows are what makes the highs even higher. Absolutely. Yeah, no doubt. There's a lot of lows in this sport. I mean, for those <laughs> listeners that that want to do this, you know, maybe some Alabama Bass Trail guys that want to step it up to the Opens or to the Elite Series, it's, uh, as soon as you cross state lines, you know, it seems like that's when, you know, more more problems start happening. you got to deal with them and you got to continue to move forward no matter the case. Absolutely. Well, David, I, it, it sounds like we're not going to get any sponsor info the, the way it sounds here, Chris. No, yeah, no, we're, <laughs> we're working at uh, unrolling. Yeah, we're working at unrolling uh, kind of a video here in, in the wrap with the wrap unveiling and everything. So, but I will say, yes, the boat is wrapped. Uh, the electronics are all installed. I'm only waiting for uh, my main coder rafters, my shallow water anchors, and then the boat is complete. Um, and then, uh, on Thursday, of the, a lot's happening this week. And then Thursday of this week, um, I pick up the 2022, uh, Toyota Tundra. Oh, so okay. that's the new Tundra. And I like to 
show support to, you know, the, the companies that have, you know, been behind not only bass, but the sport as a whole. Um, I like to support those companies and, and definitely, uh, Toyota has been one of those companies. So, um, so yeah, I'll be towing around my, my Skeeter FXR this year with a, uh, a V6 twin turbo, I believe, uh, Toyota Tundra, new body style, all that stuff. And, and speaking of big electronics, the, the, I I almost said graph, (laughs) the GPS graph in that Tundra, it's like a 13.9 or 14 inch screen. It's just a huge screen. Yeah. So I'm really excited to, to run that. And, uh, and then, um, so that, that needs to get wrapped as well. So we're still not out of the woods, but, um, definitely have a good kind of start, um, to the, to, you know, prep season. That's awesome. So who drives what now? Now it's going to be in the RV life. Who's going to drive yeah. what to and from events? Yeah, no, let me tell you. So Trey could handle any anything. She could tow a tractor. She could she could handle anything towing wise. She's got a just a just a complete you know uh, you know flawless record of driving. And uh, she drives fast, so she's a Texan. She, I mean, she whenever I'm you know over the last couple seasons here, we we had two trucks, two boats, two different tours, two dogs, a camera guy. And a lot of times, you know, I, I would follow her, and man, she she drives fast. <laughs> but this year, yeah, this year, so uh, so yeah, I'll be running the a, a, a Ram do du- Ram dually, thirty five hundred Ram towing the fifth wheel, and our kind of mobile uh, podcast room there, and uh, and then she'll be driving the twenty twenty two uh, Tundra with the FXR behind. So awesome. yeah, be, uh, it's. It's it's so funny to me to see you know the you know the the RV life guys who drives what who tows what yeah. you know I mean I know yep. Brandon Tiff yep. you know they kind of alternate but then you got Daryl Gleason who drives this Tundra and his wife you know drives yep. the, you know pulls the camper yep. and I know I can only was the same way with Becky and so yep. it's always interesting to see and I you know I know Trey telling. well I you know I Trey yep. could, could, could pull anything and do anything she wanted to do so I was yep. just uh, yep. always curious there so it's that was, very telling no doubt <laughs> and uh, yeah we're really excited to do that and I know a lot of guys do the um, kind of the, uh, the, the, what do they call it? The truck, the popper tops or whatever, yeah. where they, you know, have them in the back with beds and all that. And, and, um, so yeah, it'd be really interesting to see. And, um, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, you get off the water. I'm kind of a quiet guy when I get off the water and I like to relax and just kind of unwind. Um, and just, you know, I'm really curious to see what it's like being in a campsite, uh, week after week after week and, sure. and, uh, you know, having the same neighbors every week and everything. So it's, uh, it'll be a lot of fun. Definitely. All right. David, wrap us up. So like a lot of Western anglers, you made a move out well from the West out East, but you didn't go as far East and you made a stop in Texas. Um, besides the cowboy hat. Uh, has Texas has living in Texas taught you anything as an angler or changed you as a person? It oh man, that's a good question. Um, besides the cowboy, man, I wear that cowboy hat a lot. I haven't gone as far as the belt buckle, but I feel like my jeans have gotten a little bit tighter, and uh, <laughs> and I do wear the boots. I do wear the gator boots, um, but I did. I don't own as many pairs of bands. That I used to wear out in California. Um, but, uh, and I, I did convert from a uh, San Francisco 49ers fan to a Dallas Cowboys fan. 
and that uh, one hurt. And of course, that, yeah, it did that hurt. One hurt. It did hurt. Yeah. It did hurt. And uh, and then outside of that, like on the fishing front, um, I you know I just kind of I, I got to know. This is kind of weird. I got to know like the behavior of a gizzard shad a lot better than what I had out, out growing up out West. There, were, there weren't a lot of gizzard shad out, out West. It's all, you know, rainbow trout and the clear lake hitch. And, uh, and just like Rick Clunt says, you know, just, you know, if you want to be a successful angler, you really have to study the, the bait fish or study the mouse and not the owl, you know? And, and, uh, and I've really done that in the state of Texas and it's really helped me when I go to the, Tennessee River, Lake Gunnersville, you know, Lake Pickwick. You know, once I start using lures that imitate a huge gizzard shad, I mean, that's it seems like that's when I, I have really good tournaments, Lake Fork, Toledo Bend, uh, things like that. So, um, but yeah, moving from California to Texas, the only really thing that's changed is, is kind of the climate, is, you know, as far as comfort level and, and everything's the same <laughs> fishing wise. It's, big big bass eat big baits in, in both states and uh and just just really glad and fortunate to uh to still be rolling and and uh you know being here in texas we're we're, we're somewhat close to you know the heart of bass fishing um i think that you know a lot of guys a lot of transplants from california they, they all moved to alabama you know aaron oh. uh, you know bless his soul and, and uh, you know Lucas and, and the rest of those guys a lot of those guys moved to Alabama and that is the heart of bass fishing no doubt um, but Texas is, is very close well speaking of Aaron before we let you go you made a post yesterday uh, auctioning mm-hmm. off some signature series rods talk about that real mm-hmm. quick and what Aaron Marks meant yeah absolutely um, the auction is still going on uh, myself and Trey we set up an auction for three mega bass a Rochi double X Aaron Martin signature, uh, rods. And, you know, her and I, you know, ever since, you know, we heard of the sickness and it's just, I still can't believe he's gone. Tell you the truth. Um, uh, you know, as I was getting ready for the season, you know, I set a, I set aside a couple rods and, and, um, and, you know, I just looked at the ones that had his name on them. I sat there and stared at him. I said, man, I, I, you know, we, maybe we could do something with this. And we both came up with a, Hey, let's just, let's auction these off. We'll go ahead and text Leslie and let her know that, um, that all the proceeds of this auction, um, will go directly to, to his family there. So we'll end up sending, um, Leslie, a, a, a check, um, for, uh, whatever the amount is. I think it's close to two grand right now for the three Aaron Martins rods on, on eBay. And, um, there's about, there's six days left on the auction. So for any viewer or listener that hears this, um, go check out, uh, the auction for three mega bass Aaron Martin signature series rods and all proceeds will go to directly to his family. So it's just a, it's just a, it's a very little bit that we could do because he's given so much to the sport and, and uh, we're just giving a little bit back to his family. Yeah, we're going to share that on our page as well here at Angler's Channel yeah. and uh, make sure we get that pushed as, as hard as we can. And, Thank you. Um, dude, it. that's that's incredible. Thanks for doing that. I know Aaron yeah. was, uh, meant a lot to you and both of you guys, yeah. you know, California guys, and I know you knew him well. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. But, so. Um, Appreciate that, guys. Yeah. Well, dude, thanks so much for your time tonight. I know you're getting ready. You got a lot okay. going on, but uh, thanks for taking your time tonight. Uh, good luck, safe travels, and uh, look forward to seeing you down the road on, on tour. So.
All right, guys. Thank you. You guys uh, stay healthy. Remember, wash your hands, and uh, we'll be talking to you guys soon. Appreciate it. Thanks, Chris. See you, buddy. Thanks. Thanks a lot. See you. There he is, guys. Chris Saldane. David, I'm going to share that post right now, unless you already have. Have you already done it? You can do it if you want it. Okay, I'll let you do it since you're the social media ninja. But um, currently, as we're recording this, $2,100 for those three rods. And um, I'd love to see that thing get a lot higher. So that's um, that's an awesome deal. So I uh, really appreciate Chris being part of the show tonight. Uh, great dude, too. I mean, he KG, he got us our first Bassmaster cover. You're my boat driver, so you didn't get any, you didn't get any credit for that. But I, I know you were there, so I saw what happened. That's that's all that matters. <laughs> that was the best part because I'm shooting the I'm shooting him through, and all of a sudden you you hear the shutter and you just kind of back it up a little bit, and you're like, I see it, I see it, I see what you're looking at, and it it worked out. So that was uh, that was a very cool deal. So big thanks to Chris Aldane being part of the show. We'll take a quick little break, and we come back. We'll wrap it up, get you guys back on the water, and um, got a few more things to talk about here. Angler's Channel. I feel like ISOCHILL definitely allows me to stay on the water longer. When you talk about 14-hour days of practice on the water, that's a long time. And most people are going to come up with an excuse to get off, and I don't feel like I get that same fatigue, and a lot of that benefit comes from what I'm wearing. Sun protection, breathability, comfort, ISOCHILL, honestly, it just helps me be more competitive and stay on the water longer. Sportsman's Warehouse is your one-stop, convenient place to shop. Whether you're into camping, hunting, or fishing, our expert associates can help you find the gear you need. We carry a huge assortment of quality equipment from the best manufacturers in the country and around the world. We have guns, ammo, rods, and lures, not to mention every kind of outdoor clothing for the whole family. You can shop in one of our fully stocked stores or visit us online at sportsmanswarehouse.com. Visit Sportsman's Warehouse. Shop one of over 60 locations. Whether day or night, I love to tie one on. Every day of the week, I like to tie one on. I don't care who's looking, I always tie one on. Every time I go on the water, I love to tie one on. You may not know this about me, but every once in a while, I've been known to tie one on. Come on, man. Join the Stray King team. All you got to do, tie one on. (laughs) I think I always tie one on. Welcome back, folks. Angler's Channel Insider Podcast brought to you by Sportsman's Warehouse, your fishing and outdoor store. You can check out a store anywhere close to you or online, sportsmans.com. Made a little Sportsman's Warehouse purchase via the old internet the other day. Uh, Not for fishing stuff, but for stuff for the trailer. Imagine that. So, yeah. But uh, you can find it all. They got it all there. So check them out, sportsmans.com. Uh, time for some news and notes brought to you by our friends at Humber Electronics, Men Coto Trolling Motors, hashtag One Boat Network. More technology, more control, more fish. Find out more online, humber.com, mencotomotors.com. All right. Um, let's see. Let's run through a few things here. Our buddy Brad Knight's got a new radio show. Um, I have not been invited to be on as a guest yet, Brad. Just FYI, I'm waiting for the phone to ring. So just feel free to, to, to head out to, uh, to ask Inside the Outdoors, Thursday, 7 p.m. locally around the Knoxville area. 
on WECO 101.3 FM. And, of course, it's archived at WECORadio.com. So you can go there and check it out. I'm sure his buddy Luke Duncan will tell him how to podcast it. And we'll just add another podcast to the ranks of all the fishing podcasts. But it'll be uh, it'll be fine. Um, let's see. Moving on. Uh, Glenn Kale has been hired as the Bass Nation Tournament Manager for college high school and junior high school events. He's a former Florida youth director, guys. Um, should do very well there. You got Hank Weldon moving up to the Opens with Lisa going on to the Elite Series. And then um, Chris Bowes kind of overseeing everything. So this will be uh, – that's a big move. It's a lot. I'm really surprised that Hank – moved on from the high school and college stuff that was kind of his baby for a long time there so interesting to see um and then on that same front alan gray has been um hired to head slash oversee the western mlf events this year former walleye pro and bfl tournament director he's doing college high school and toyota events out west for mlf so uh, some big moves there for both of those organizations. And then nominations for the Cast for Kids Bass Humanitarian Award are currently open. You can go to bassmaster.com backslash award. Also, on the, it's a story on the website as well, anglerchannel.com. Nominees be submitted by February 4th to Bassmaster. So I am not nominated and don't want to be. So I'm not. I don't, I'm not part of that. Uh, I can't even spell humanitarian, much less say it. So probably not a good thing for me. But um, if you know somebody, sign them up, get them nominated. That'll be, uh, that'll be a big deal there. So, um, all right, two big news of notes things. First of all, Strike King and Lose announced additions to pro staff, David. Strike King announces Major League Fishing Pro Brent Chapman joins the Strike King team in 2022. Um, Scott Suggs, winner of the 2007 Forcewood Cup, will join both Luz and Strike King. Todd Faircloth, who's been with Strike King for a while, joins Team Luz. MLF Pro Marty Robinson will join the Strike King Pro staff. Um, let's see. Striking a lose. Also pleased to welcome several newcomers. Alabama native Josh Streisner, uh, who earned Rookie of the Year last year on the Elite Series Tour, as well as Jay Zuckerat, your buddy, David, your fellow cheeseheads. All right. Is that from Wisconsin? Um, this is from Wisconsin. Yeah, North Carolina's KJ Queen, who hopefully KJ has made enough money to stop living in his van. I don't know. Maybe not. He might like it, but... Uh, he's currently in the second season in Elite Series. And then rookie Tristan McCormick, who is the Carhartt Bassmaster College Series National Championship, will be joining the team. And also Alabama Pro Justin Hamner are both going to join, uh, lose and strike King. And they're rounding out the rookie class, Illinois native Trey McKinney will be, uh, will be joining. Trey is, let's see... Is he the one? Is the youngest one on their team? Is that right, David? Yes, the youngest competitor on yep. the striking and loose team. So Trey McKinney to join the team. So that is quite a handful of guys to join on top of. Let's see how I counted, I thought I counted how many of that was. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I did. Fifty-three 
now part of the Strike King Lose pro staff. So I remember when I was there, we had like 17 to 20. And that inside of the front cover of that magazine was was crowded. And so now they're going to have to have a magazine within a magazine to, to handle all these pros. But um, congratulations to those guys for uh, for joining that team. That is an elite deal, KG. You know that as well as I do. Striking was always an elite pro staff to be a part of, and um, it still is. But that's uh, you got some guys that have made some names for themselves with some other companies moving into uh, the fold there at Striking that will be a big will be big players, I'm sure. So, you know, from an angler standpoint, when you have the ability to work with one company and cover all your bases, you know, it, it can really help you get organized. You don't have to worry about you know some oddball this and that you can just pretty much stick with the strike king plastics the jigs the spinner baits the crank baits you've got every scenario covered when i was there back in 2001 2002 when i started we were a spinner bait company we just came out with crank baits i had a few soft plastics and you look at how they've grown i mean i remember that catalog was t-tiny and so just just a handful of skews, and then as that as that deal got bigger and bigger and bigger, and time went on, they've just really grown, grown, grown. So it's impressive to see, and obviously you know was rather outdoors and, and all that. So a lot of a uh, lot of big moves there from Strike King and Lose, and uh, and it's good to see. Needless to say, the um, the media dinners at ICAST will no longer be as small as what they used to be or once were. So. David, you want to talk about the big news of the week? They came out yesterday. Uh, sure. So what? So sticking with this whole striking thing, um, a certain guy from Michigan by the name of Kevin Van Dam makes the switch from. He stays within the Exotica company, but uh, com- umbrella, excuse me. But he makes a switch from Oakley to Costa. Moving to Costa. And we talked about this via text. We're actually going to have VP of Marketing John Acosta on the show next week uh, via Zoom. He's going to join us. And, um, I, I mean, that's that's quite a first day of work, walking into the coast office saying, oh, by the way, I got Van Damme. Y'all just write him a check. Here we go. Right? I mean, that's sitting in some glasses. Let's put his name on the board. We're going we're gonna to have him. That's, that's a pretty impressive move by him. But also, that's a big deal from from Kevin. Kevin doesn't change sponsors much, if at all. And so that's that's a really, really big deal. Because when he does, like he said when he went to lose, it's got to be the right deal. It's got to be the right product. He he don't need the money, you know. Um, It's got to be the right product to help him catch more fish. And um, it certainly seems that way with this, KG. Well, you would think that this makes, you know, good sense with Costa's history and, you know, where they typically stand in the market. Um, You know, freshwater fishing, saltwater fishing, um, water sports, that's kind of where Costa's really hit their mark over the years. And having KVD as as part of that, you know, it just makes sense. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, it does. So. A lot of a uh, lot of big moves by some companies, and of course, we're waiting on the Zaldane news to hear what uh, what comes out of that uh, with his departure from Mega Bass and and all that. So, can't wait to kind of hear how that goes down. David, any other moves that we know of that we've heard of this week? I know you stay on top of that, really, 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 really hot, and heavy. 
Mm, I don't think so that I can recall. Nothing that if, if there was anything that at least stuck out to me yet. Um, no, not that I can think of off the top of my head. Okay. All right, good deal. Well, as you know, tournament season is getting kicked off here uh, in a big, big way, and the fully loaded you pick 'em game is going to make its way back into the fold here on the podcast. In the next week or two, we'll have it up, get ready for February. We'll start having, uh, we'll start picking winners again, and uh, doing the you pick 'em contest. So, really looking forward to that. That's going to be a lot of fun, but. I thought what we would do is we, we've got four tournaments on the docket this week. We'll go ahead and talk about real quick. And I think we just go ahead and just, you know, just off the cuff pick them, KG. While we're here, we'll go ahead kind and a, pick them. Kind of a practice run. Do a little practice run for <laughs> us, right? We'll go ahead and pick them. Well, well, you know, i got to ask this. We have not seen AC Bass in quite a while. Does AC Bass still exist? I, that was this one? There it is. Um, and then there's that one. <laughs> I forgot he won a month too. That's right. So, yeah, it, it looks like she's still around. We may have to get a bigger one for this year, though. KG, what do you think? I don't know. That was pretty special. One, it is. <laughs> but after after you win that one back, then we'll get another one. We'll get a bigger one that's going to cost David more money to ship. How's that sound? <laughs> if, if he ever wins it, so we'll uh, we'll go from there. So, all right. So Bassmaster College Strike King College event. Kicking off this weekend on Harris Chain, big cold front moving through, two-day deal. David, give me your winning weight for this tournament. Uh, I want to say 30 pounds. Okay. KG? You said Harris Chain, right? Harris Chain. (laughs) I'm going to go 36 pounds, two ounces. 36 pounds, two ounces. Okay, I went forty-two even. I think somebody's gonna catch him. I just Ooh. feel confident in that. So, all right, Bass Champs on Rayburn, a single-day deal, kicking off the Bass Champ season on Rayburn. KG twenty-two point six one. Wow, David. Oh. Uh, I want to say twenty-eight pounds, and do I get extra points if uh, Derek Mundy wins it? Yeah, if you're calling your shot. So we'll just go right DM out there beside. All right, Pickwick Winter Bass Trail coming up this week. Uh, One-day event on Saturday. I'm going to say 18, 18, 5, 18, 18, 50, 18, 50. KG? It's David's turn, isn't it? Oh, it is David's turn. I'm sorry. David? Yeah, I had 18 pounds in my head, but now that you said 18, do I want to go higher or lower? That's just up to you. Um, I cannot make that call I, for I, you. I won't pull a KG here. I, I'll say 19 pounds. 19. I'll give you half a pound cushion there. Okay. All right. Uh, I'll, sorry, I'll was, go 19.01. I, I said, there he goes right there. Here we go. 19.01. All right. And then Wild West Bass Trail on Bartlett. KG, back to you. Wow, I don't know anything about Bartlett. Me either. That's why we're going for it right here. Um, I'll go 18.75. All right. David? Bartlett's in Arizona, by the way. It is. Yes, it's in Arizona. (laughs) Uh, It's, uh, I want to say 17. 17. Okay. I went 16. I had 16 written, written, written down before we ever picked it. So we'll we'll uh, we'll look at those four, kind of give us a little 
little excitement. We we may have to go back to picking them prior, you know, to the final day of you pick them coming in. We might have to go back to picking them on air like this just to see how, kind of how we're looking. What do you think for the you pick? I much prefer doing it this way than the other way. Yeah, because then then you know you're involved. That's that's why. I, I like to know what y'all pick. That's that's. <laughs> there's some gimmies in there. You know, I think we'll, we'll come up with something here, but I think what, maybe what we'll do is we'll do our picks, right, like this, and then everybody else can pick online, and then whoever the winner is for the week, they, maybe they can, they can come on the next week with us, and uh, and we'll all we'll, – I don't know. We'll figure something out. I'll come up with something kind of weird and crazy, or maybe the month before. I don't know. We'll figure something out. But uh, stay stay tuned for the fully loaded you pick them coming up here uh, the next couple of weeks. That'll be a lot of fun. Um, did we learn anything this week, guys? David, how about you? Nah, I, I, it was an uneventful weekend, so I can't. If I learn anything, it's old age. Okay. Kicking in. Old age, and you're what, 36? How old are you? 39. 39. <laughs> when when you, turn, you turn 40 when? In May. May. Gotcha. All right. KG, what did you learn this week? I can't really think of anything I did learn, man. I, I've I've kind of tried to chill out this week. I'm, I've yeah. kind of, you know, worked my day, worked during the day, and done as little as possible in the evening. Good for you. Good for you. I have. Um, what have I learned this week? You know, um, can't fix stupid. Obviously, there's still a lot of that going around. So. But um, I, I don't know. I, I can't think of anything. I'm reminded of that one daily, so that's not something <laughs> no, new. I don't, not something new there, that's for sure. But we'd love to know your thoughts on the night show uh, via the X-Zone hotline brought to you by Trickstep 256-535-3217. As always, if you made it this far in the show, we appreciate it. Yes, sir, David. I'm sorry. Wait, I forgot. I was gonna, no, I just forgot. I was going to ask you, did anyone win yet the uh, – Trickstep trivia from last week or the last two weeks? So uh, I will have a winner next week. And only reason being is the podcast hotline phone is on my desk upstairs and it is dead. And I think a certain little 11-week-old um, lab puppy has chewed a hole in the cord because it's not charging. Um, so that's probably the yelp I heard last week when she jumped at the bottom of the desk. So sure she shocked herself with it but uh, i will get it back turned on online and uh we will find a winner here next week for that so i apologize uh for not having one sooner but um um with that please make sure you subscribe rate and review this show and for your podcast app i also ask you to go ahead and share it with your mom and them and feel free to chime in like i said via the x zone hotline 256-535-3217 on behalf of our guest tonight, the one and only CZ, Mr. Chris Zaldane. For the AC Circus, I'm Chris Brown. Guys, have a great week and weekend as always. God bless good fishing. Put that life jacket on. Buckle that son of a gun up. Hook that kill switch up. We'll see you next week. Don't take it personal. There it is. Thanks for listening to this week's Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. Brought to you by Under Armour Fish, Costa Sunglasses, Pro Charging Systems, X-Zone Lures, and Trick Step. Visit anglerschannel.com, your number one bass fishing tournament resource.